geekversus.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, how's everybody doing? Pretty good. Yeah, I think I think everybody is probably doing pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, we are everybody now. Yeah. John died. <laughs> they're like, they're like, wait a minute. Why didn't he say it's and, not a bit, John? <laughs> he died. If you were expecting to hear John today, oh, no. I don't know how to tell you this. He <laughs> passed away about two weeks ago. <laughs> the John you knew. But will he come back uh, for the will game? Will he of, come back? Can I can I mention anything about Game of Thrones? Do you think it's too soon? That's April nineteenth of like no, no, no. I'm talking 2019, about twenty nineteen, isn't it? There was a certain thing I was going to say about a certain John on Game of Thrones. Oh, that one, the the one with the yeah, old John Snow. Let's just say, is he going to pull a John Snow? We'll leave it at that. People can figure uh, out what they mean. I think it's okay to make that reference. I mean, it's been. It's been like two it's, years. It's been yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, poor John. He really is dead. <laughs> Hashtag rip. You, well, you kind of banished him to death today. Yeah. He, you and your fearful. I just, I'm, I've got to, man. I got. I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm, he, like, when he told me, he was like, well, got this. I'm like, you sound like a man who needs to go home and not yeah. kill people. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh. He, when I started talking to him after you and I talked about what we were going to do, he said, you know, I, I think I just need to go home. I yeah. Was like, yeah. I was like, well, uh, I mean, when he asked me originally, that was what I told him. I was like, if you feel sick or you think you're contagious, I was like, you should just go home. Or, or if you just don't have, I mean, if he just doesn't have the energy or the, the yeah. if, if he just don't feel good because he don't feel good, now, just go home. He's bad, but uh friend of the show, Josh. Josh D. Yeah. He has been through hell. What's like these last two weeks? He's been on FML. Oh my God. Yeah. Like he got, he got strep. And then from there, that led to a respiratory infection. What? Yeah. He was like in the emergency room and stuff. It was bad for him. Prayers for Josh. Yeah. Hashtag. Should put that first. <laughs> He's like, that's my buddy. Yeah. I, I, and I didn't even know this. Yeah. I was talking. I finally, he finally felt well enough yesterday to talk to me. And like he was, oof, you could tell like that. That that throat was. Did you wish him well for us? I did. Or I from did. us? Or? He uh, he was playing WoW. <laughs> well, that's good. He's getting yeah, better there. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's feeling a little better. <laughs> yeah. Once he could start playing WoW, it's like he said it was like actually the first time he played since like back in October. You know like, the reason he told you that was so you would tell me. Yeah. It's and, all. And now the show's gonna be ruined because all I'm gonna play. But is you have WoW. to go play a different thing. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Get, you. Clock's ticking. It is. Next I mean, week. Adam one's playing. I didn't see you play this week. I, I did not. I got the game downloaded, uh, but it doesn't matter because I have a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Adam played the first. Uh, commitment right there, folks. He's like, I got to play Fortnite. The commitment is, I played like two games of Fortnite first off. First off, you've been in a party. I have seen it. with, like, But I haven't been playing. And just because the game's on doesn't mean I'm playing. The servers were messed up. Yeah, the PlayStation right. network was down again where I couldn't see you friends. You got like 15 wins in a row yesterday. Two, and then I quit. That's not true. It is true. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> and here's Sean with the last kill. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we plan to actually start, commence that tonight. Um, what we're talking about is Monster Hunter World, um, which, yeah, which yeah. I should be talking about next week. Should be the topic next should week. Should be. I really am still like, there's part of me that says, I should go get that and play it. 
but then there's another part of me that goes Japan. Well, um, from what I from what I gathered, uh, there are there's some quirkiness issues with connection of parties, but I think I've heard that, especially on Xbox. On Xbox, yeah. yeah. Um, and there is a there is a level of a level of depth that if you're not used to that in a game, it can make you feel overwhelmed. But it does yeah, come together. So yeah, that's not a problem for me. I think it would be fun. Um, Do you? I just don't know how much time <laughs> right now I have to go repeat and grind which is kind of like the base of this game like if i if this was like if this had come out like mid-december it would be a perfect time why i guess when they all the you bought all kind of games from for like black friday sales and stuff yeah i did but those weren't like pressing things you know they were just there and like they weren't like pressing if it had come out like two weeks ago yeah i I would have been a lot better um well, we'll see. Like I said, I, I love the franchise. I love the game. So hopefully, I can I can really get us some good information and and, uh, and for what people want to hear. Yeah, you know, is of course my thoughts on the game because they no love one cares us. about your. They thoughts. love us. <laughs> I should have said our thoughts on the game. Maybe if Cam came in, we we could hear his thoughts. I, I'm he, interested. He said he might if what? if he was if he said just let him know he would not mind. So. He is the Abe Lincoln of podcast. I will tell you this: uh, he what? speaks super fast. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, he's got a little. Con- he's got more of a co- possibly more of a country twang than I do. He's, uh, he's definitely closer to uh, Geoff. Yeah, so <laughs> it would be cool, which makes sense because so they both we'll live see. on the same Alabama road, pretty much. People are like, "Who is this Cam, and why is he going to show up?" If he does. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The Grammys happened last night. Yeah, it's 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 the day I dread the most. The day after the Grammys, because it, same thing happens every year. I get my hopes up. I'm like, maybe this is the year to get things right and do things good. Nope, nope. <laughs> Sorry, if you're an R&B or hip hop person, doesn't matter how hip, many career hip hop. <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter how many career de- defining. It's they're the equivalent of making blockbuster and co- comedy films. In the Oscars, it, it's like no matter what you do, you're never going to be recognized for your achievement. <laughs> yeah, uh, the best you're going to get is a nomination. You're never going to win the big stuff, and it just sucks because it's like, with all due respect to all the other genres, the major genres of music right now, like those are the two: hip hop and R and B have been the two like the last five years that consistently are pushing the envelope and doing things that are like not just a couple of great songs, but like they make great albums they really work on a musical presence and it's like every year they lose to the guy who put three or four great singles out you know it's like you lose to taylor swift or you lose to adele or you lose this year bruno mars no disrespect to bruno mars but yeah i mean i feel you i I, i'm looking at it from a perspective of the show was great there were some great performances on it um sure you would have liked to see some different people win some awards but i i really had no qualms with yeah. who won, uh, I did, but I, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I know you just said it, but yeah, it uh, it is a lot like you said when this is comparable to like say an Oscars, yeah, uh, some things that you kind of think deserve it or should win. You know, somebody pointed out Jay Z was nominated eight times and didn't win, but then he does have Grammys. I think he's got like twelve Grammys. I didn't feel as bad for him just because I was like, well, unfortunately for him, he's going up again against Kendrick. Well, Kendrick so, won last night. Yeah, and I've kind of figured like. And that's that's the sad part too, though, is that Kendrick won pretty much in all the rap categories he was nominated for because 
people who really aren't familiar with rap know he's the big name at the moment. So they just feel like, I don't know. I got to vote for you forever. Like loyalty won last night. And I like loyalty. That's a good song. But if someone wants to tell me that's a better song in terms of like rap sung songs than bad and bougie, I got a problem with you saying that because that was like the biggest freaking song from that kind of like music. Uh, I agree with you on that example, but on the hip hop side, there were some artists that if you don't listen to hip hop, yeah, like on a daily basis on hip hop stations, you may not know because see that somebody like a Kendrick though, he does have the power that he is bleeding over to pop stations. Yes. So I think that's where that kind of comes in play. I don't know, but I get, yeah, I get more upset with him not winning than I do like when the electronics and the more indie bands don't win because I go like, look, you know, the majority of those voters have never even heard of like, you know, I don't know, someone who's not in electronic music, whose name is not Daft Punk. (laughs) Right. Or, you know, like really for the indie bands, it's like anyone not named Radiohead, they're going to have a very big uphill battle. Like the only other two I can remember in recent memory who've gotten nominated. One actually did manage to win because there was like, and that was an upset year too against Kanye. I think, uh, was arcade fire back in 2011. But like my problem with the Grammys versus like the Oscars is, is like, yes, they need to improve to make sure things like comedic and, and big action films, when they really do push an envelope, get in there and get talked about. But the films who are winning are, like, very well-received, highly praised. Like, they are truly people who are usually pushing boundaries and trying to do And a lot of times, artistic those things. movies um, are, are, are will be the equivalent, in some cases, of an, a really good independent album. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I didn't have a problem. I thought the best movie of the ones nominated last year for the Oscars was La La Land. That was my personal pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't have a problem with Moonlight winning. Did like you Moonlight uh, was a solid film too, and it's just deserving as praise as as all love pretty much all the other ones who were nominated last year. Did you do you know that there exists a two pack La La Land pop set? What? Yes. Is if, it just the two main characters? I yeah, guess? and it's that yeah. move where they're kind of they're kind of got one arm up uh, and they're yeah, they're touching they're the other arm. Yeah. Uh, look at that. Yeah. If, Fun fact. I need to I need to see that here, Chris. I know the Jurassic Park pops are coming soon. Yeah. And I need the uh Target exclusive laying down Ian Malcolm. Because uh, he's like for, just trying not to die. For people as old as us, I recently saw He Man pops. Wow. And those are legit. Let's just pray we don't get Nintendo pops. Yeah, somebody um trolled me at work the other day and told me there was a Mario and Yoshi pop that had just got announced. I started uh, I started a Google search and I sent like three IMs to people who collect pops. It was false. Penny and Penny has murdered a stuffed animal. By the way, <laughs> I kind of figured it might happen. She's like proud. Why'd you give her a stuffed animal? You know better. <sighs> I looked at it and I was like, I should have picked that up, but we had <laughs> hit record, so it was too late. Oh no! Right, but yeah, it's, it's demolished. We'll, uh, we'll see if maybe if the four straight. Uh, critically acclaimed life achievement work of Kendrick Lamar is the one that finally nets him that Grammy or Beyonce's third straight one or I don't know take your pick of like Charles Gambino and all these other great artists who are making great music hey he's also going to be Lando yeah and he's about to no longer be Charles Gambino he's retiring it what's he going to be then he hasn't said I'm going to guess he's probably just going to be Donald Glover I'm sure that's probably a good move yeah he seems to be moving away from 
hip hop and more into R and B. So more like cool. a soulful R and B ish yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden he started listening to Al Green and he's like, I need to make that, which I think is good because he's a good <laughs> singer. I actually like his voice. <laughs> Are we ready to do this? Uh, I mean, I guess we can. Is there anything else? I don't know what else there. Is. Uh, well, I just wanted to point out to the listeners who care. Uh-huh. Um, the next time you hear our voices, we will have a Super Bowl champion. That is true. This is coming this weekend. Yeah. There's really no good pick, is there? Well, I I, I, I got to be honest. I learned a lot about Tom Brady. He's a good uh, athlete. He's a good dude. And uh, we got a friend who really likes Tom Brady. Yeah, we do. Who currently resides in Florida. Yeah. And it would be kind of cool for him to, because his favorite team's the one that just won the national championship. Yeah. And then his favorite team would win the uh, the pro football championship. Yeah. So if that happens, I'll be happy for him because I like him. I kind of by default have to root for them this year. So I'm never going to root for the Eagles. So. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of in a yeah. what they call a tough spot, Chris. I'm not one of those people that like <laughs> I don't hate on success, like especially as. A Bama fan. It's hard to be that guy. Like, how can I sit there and be like consistently every year, Bama, 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 and then be upset that, you know, Bill Belichick is kind of the equivalent of Nick Saban in the NFL right now. I mean, like, it is impressive to see. This will not happen again. When these two retire, that's going to be an end of the era. Yeah, to that kind of thing. I mean, for a long, until someone great comes along. Yeah. You're you're right. I will say this. It'd be harder for me to maybe go for – uh, go for Philly over New England. I don't know who I'm going for yet, but if Carson Wentz had still been the quarterback, mm-hmm. I really like that guy. He's a, he's a good quarterback. If if they but do I could, win, I couldn't go against. I don't know if I can go against Tom. I know there's some people that just hate him, but yeah, he's who does. Somebody said this. Who does more with less on a consistent basis as far as superstar targets, receivers? Gronk's hurt like 15 games a year. Bill Belichick. Well, I'm saying as far as a quarterback, from a quarterback standpoint, oh, okay. yeah. you don't have a big star running back. You have people who fit in the Russell, system. Maybe Russell Wilson. That'd be the only other person he I had, or or back in the day, Peyton Manning, because Peyton Manning he had Edron James and whoa, 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 remember Peyton Manning left the Colts and they went from a team that went from the AFC Championship to losing what 15 games the next year and getting Andrew Luck because of it. Like you know, that's how bad. They were like, that's uh, how good Peyton Manning is. Like people, I think people sometimes like lose that. Like, I don't, Marino, I, don't I don't lose uh, it. I don't lose it. I'm just telling you, yeah. I think Tom Brady's better than Peyton Manning. I think pure talent wise, Peyton Manning's the better quarterback. I think, what? but do you think <laughs> managing a game on the line? I will say, I don't think there's a better quarterback in the history of our league than than Tom Brady. Like I will, I can say this. There are times I will count Peyton Manning out. You know, I just know it's like it's, it's not that team. No matter no matter how great Peyton is, if if he's never had a, an ability to make the adjustments in a way where you just know he's not going to have problems. What's um, happening now? What's happening? You look over my clean, shoulder. Now she's cleaning my kitchen. Apparently, oh. Penny is a busy girl when we record yes, this she thing. Is. All it, but <laughs> but on the other hand, if you like told me. Do I think if, if Peyton Manning were the quarterback for the New England Patriots the last 20 years, yeah. would he have more rings than he ended up having? Yes, he definitely would have had. Because there were a number, number of years where it was basically like just Peyton Manning and Reggie Bush or Marvin Harrison, and that was it. That was the offense. And it was like, how quickly Reggie can... Reggie Bush? 
Or not Reg- Reggie, Reggie Wayne. Wayne. Reggie Wayne, that's what I meant. Reggie Wayne, uh, Marvin Harrison, Edron James. Edron James was... Eh. What? Edron James was good, but I mean, like, he had like two good years. D- yes. <laughs> Peyton was like the quarterback there for 17. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, we're probably going to get emails on this. It's just one of those things, like, <laughs> if you told me, like, he was there, especially like the year, man, when they were almost undefeated, and the, you're telling me that they had that defense and you have... Peyton Manning and Randy Moss. Oof, I'd take that. Or if, shoot, if Peyton Manning had been on the Eagles that year and he had been Peyton Manning and, and Terrell Owens. Instead of Donovan. So you're making, you're, yeah, you're, like you're pissing off Donovan McNabb fans. I will always piss off Eagle fans. <laughs> and you're, you're making, uh, you're making the Tom Brady fans go, what? Or shoot, we had Tom Brady. Even, even like I, I, I'll even say for my team, right? If you took, <laughs> if you took Peyton Manning in the mid 2000s, where we had like the all these terrible QBs, remember? You had RG3. Well, before that. Before, like back in the era of Jason Campbell. Uh, <laughs> God, who was the terrible dude from Oregon? That, or Shane Matthews, all those terrible dudes. Yeah. Like if we had just had Santana Moss, uh, freaking Clinton Portis, and Peyton Manning back then, that would have been, been dynamite. I would have taken that to the house. You would take it to the house? We would have won an FC, NFC championship, I bet, for that. I mean, the skins, maybe. I and don't, Sean Taylor? I don't know. That owner Ooh. just, he messes with things. I don't like. He's gotten better. He's been good the last But what I'm saying, during that time frame, I don't think he would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would have messed something up. Probably. He'd been like, we should probably trade. <laughs> Let me Schneider me. this. Yeah. <laughs> That's like all owners in that area. Okay, we've we've managed to take this. We talked about sports and, and music and and what else and people dying and monster hunter and monster. We talked about yeah, we did squeeze, squeeze yeah. a little game in there. Okay, but rest if, in peace, John. <laughs> rip, John. Hashtag, we we miss you. We need to get a new host. Is Cam? <laughs> Can we replace him with Cam? Oh, that's so funny. All let's, right, let's let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is here. We go. I'm finding out with you guys. <laughs> let's do it. They are billions. Yeah, they are. The early access game that is blowing up steam probably easily the most successful in recent months uh, since of course PUBG definitely not on PUBG's level but few things ever on PUBG's level but if a PUBG didn't exist this would be really big it it has been like it came out back in December in early access and they've said um, it has for the last two months been pretty much and I've looked yeah every time I get on there right at the top of the charts of Steam you know PUBG's always number one I think usually that Black Desert game that you like is uh, number Black two, Desert but this, is, this yeah. has been solid number three, like this. And, um, no, don't get it there's twisted. Like a, there's a card game. I can't remember the name. Gwent? Your Spire. favorite? <laughs> no, it's something with Spire. It's another early access game, which is supposed to be really cool. The uh, Black Desert Online would be fun. Don't yeah. say I like it. I haven't played it yet. No, no, no. I mean, like I, I always just see it out there. Yeah. It is a very popular game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. 999. It's nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think that's what it's been. That's so amazing. Totally gonna get you to play it. But yeah, so you picked up this game and you told me uh, kind of during the week that you're like, man, this game is. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> it is an RTS game, and it's been a while since I've been down the RTS hole. Um, oh, 
that's yeah, what she For those unfamiliar, uh, aka John, who's listening from Beyond the Grave, that's real time strategy. Yes. RTS, for those who are wondering. Yeah, like I remember, uh, man, Age of Empire, StarCraft, all that was my jam. Warcraft, they were all my jam back in college. Yes. Uh, so much. But uh, yeah, it is a real time strategy game by uh, Numantian Games. I've never heard of them, but this you is their Numantium? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never. Please tell us, Sean. What you mean you ain't heard of Numantium, man? <laughs> what, you know uh, to make all the games. Um, <laughs> but this game has blown up and is because it's taken the RTS genre and made it into something really fresh, interesting, and actually has taken another thing, which has been really stale for me for a while and made it interesting for the first time and what is that? Uh, that would be zombie games. Oh. Yeah, like zombie games to me oh. have become like a, a dime a dozen because they just, they all kind of go into, they're they're always, always post, post-apocalyptic post worlds. Yeah. You know, and it's the only question is, is it a lot of zombies or are they fast zombies? That seems to be the big question that goes in between what kind of game you get. But There's nothing more scarier than a fast zombie coming at you. Yeah. I mean, every now and then you... I guess you also you are have like Left for Dead or you have uh, the Last of Us type games. That's, I just realized that that's why you didn't like Last of Us. I didn't mind the zombie part of it. That wasn't why I didn't like it. Like oh, okay. Last I was like, because um, Last of Us is part really also just infection than zombies in a way, right? right. You know, they're not technically zombies. Um, <laughs> you yeah, should have seen not, the air quotes and the head bomb. Yeah. <laughs> no, Last of Us. I didn't like the ending. The I got as you. far as what they made you do uh, when you go into the final confrontation thing. I got you. Like, there's that scene, and I was like, wait, why do I have to do this? And, like, it just didn't feel right. I was <laughs> if, like, yeah. there's no reason to do this other than... You're, you're, yeah, you're analytical, and if the why doesn't make sense, you're going to have a problem with it. Yeah, I respect I it. I didn't, like, I was like, they should have just let players choose what they do in this instance, because, like, it would have been the same outcome regardless. It was going to be the same outcome, but I was like, the way... He carried himself. I just didn't like that. It just like made me go like, well, now I don't like him because I no. did that. <laughs> I didn't even have a choice. What? Why'd you do that for? Yeah, I just didn't like it. And it was like, it's bad enough he's lying about all this other crap, but now you're gonna put this on me too. Come on, man. Did you um, as far as this game, the billions, mm-hmm. um, did you go into it? With, of course, you probably did. I'm just asking you so the people will know. Um, but did you go into it knowing it was zombie based? I knew. I think you knew it was RTS, right? I knew it was that, and I knew it had some hook with zombies, but I didn't quite know. Um, quickly, I discovered it's first and foremost, besides a zombie game, it's also very much a steampunk oriented game. Uh, everything's got like a steampunk flair to it, yeah. Um, Which yeah. we like, but we don't get enough credit because John apparently hogs all the steampunk love. Yeah, apparently he's he's freaking HG Lovecraft or whatever that guy's <laughs> name is. Yeah, that's that's all he does is he goes. He doesn't have a car. He goes around in a balloon ship. That's how John gets to work every day. That's why we don't go to lunch because you're like John. It takes 45 minutes for your balloon ship to get to the north side of town. We can get in the Honda. It will be fine. Let's do it. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> I just want to go to Moe's. That's all I really want right now. Just want a burrito and some queso, bro. Yeah. I don't need all this to go on. Yes. I do not need to see your freaking steam engine <laughs> that you've gone. We've gone past 1800s, John. It'll no, okay. I don't want to wear dumb goggles, John. Leave me alone. <laughs> we don't need to wear leather when it's 99 degrees outside today. We live in Georgia. Okay. Thank you very much. 
god. But anyways, uh, what's what's happening? Is this part two? Oh, she got her. That's fine. Okay. First, I was like, "Where are you chewing?" Um, the last time she was over there, which was last week. Yeah, yeah. she she hurled. Oh, she hurled the next day too when she ate her bone. I've I've just discovered I've really got to spread out like when she has a bone now with those kinds at least because I guess it expands and then she goes. Bleh. Yeah, it literally blows her stomach up, which Pretty is much. not good. But Pretty she's much. she's she looking is. all right now, so oh, we're good. Yeah. Penny's oh, yeah, good. For, for those of you, you know, worrying, Penny looks fine. She's great. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do. For, for you new wants. people, and you're like, who is this Penny? Is, this is riveting radio right now. Oh, there she goes. She's in position. <laughs> That's her zone right there. She is this in. is a dog. Yeah. And she's adorable. That's she all is. you need to worry about. She's adorable. Um... She did try to steal my gum the other day, though. That's messed up. She, uh, yeah, she hid under the bed because I raised my voice at her. Because I was like, no! <laughs> it was a little bit louder than that. I hope that's how you say no. No! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the idea of um, of this game and why everyone, I think, is hooked into it, including yours truly, uh, is that it takes... The things that you love about RTS or your tendencies in RTS, and it flips them on their head, like where you you just can't do what you want to do normally in RTS. The idea for most RTSs is, is you go in, you start out with pretty base units and very little land to build upon. Mm-hmm. You build up, you get more units, you expand out, you keep getting more and more resources to expand, you invest in new uh, technology and upgrade it and slowly you get more powerful and powerful and take over a larger area and stockpiling more and more so mm-hmm. that basically you can get to a point where it's like okay I've got 16 like Age of Empires is the best thing like I've built up 15 barracks across my lands and I've built up uh, 15 um, artillery factories where they're called I can't remember from it okay so now now I can uh basically crank out tons of soldiers and, and tons of trebuchets up Ooh. until the point where I've amassed this humongous army where now I can send them off to whether I'm playing a computer or an actual real person to destroy them uh, and take them down. And if you're playing a real person, you are figure out real quickly if, if your strategy and planning was smart or if you're a stupid idiot and you're going to die. Um, <laughs> I'd probably die a lot. Yeah, it happens. It definitely happens when you're playing. <laughs> Other people, you go like, okay, I'm ready to go attack, and they're like already at your gate, and you, so you go like, oh no, you can play, you can play solo or actually play against people online. Uh, not in this game, but like our RTSs, yeah. Well, what, I mean, what do you? This one's just a solo base right now. It's just survival mode, is what it's oh, okay. called. Um, and because, like you said, it's still in early access. So. Yeah, they've said they're adding a campaign, I think, and they said. I'm not sure if they're adding uh, competitive. I, I guess you could do it, like where maybe you're competing against each other, but then you also have to deal with zombies. I don't know. But yeah, the idea of they are billions is, again, yes, you want to kind of build out your forces and your land and stuff. You only start with this one central colony headquarters, right? And that's your lifeblood in this game. If that ever falls, the game is over. You are done. And you just start out with four rangers and a soldier. The rangers have bow and arrow, the soldier has a gun can't really move the soldier around though because guess what guns attract zombies because they make noise versus you know everybody if you've watched a zombie movie or played a zombie game you know that yeah yeah whereas rangers they have uh you know bone bone arrows so it's silent you know you can get yep they're they're a little bit easier to get around so 
you start out the game and the first thing you start to do is send these rangers out so they can explore the map. Yeah. But very quickly, as you do this, you'll find maybe they die. some Well, you'll find some little hubs of maybe some supplies. You know, that's one benefit. But on the other hand, eventually you're gonna come to a point where you're gonna run into some zombies. You're gonna be like, Oh, that's where they are. And it's gonna be multiple directions. So then you quickly start to go, Okay, I know where they are. I have to assess all my surroundings, like environment-wise, because it's a random map every time it always changes. And I need to figure out where the choke points are because I need to figure out how I can, over the course of the first couple of days, build up enough where I can create defenses and prepare for attacks or you know zombies coming in and protect my people as I'm building out. You must which, protect your people. Which is big because... Like I said, most RTS games, you're building out. It's just natural. You build out. You want to expand. You continually are trying to get stronger and stronger. And you might, you know, you're going to worry about defenses, but they're not like a top-notch priority early on as um, they are in like this game. Right. Because the kicker to this game is those zombies limit where you can build. And more importantly you are in a scenario for a good bit of the first game where if just one gets by you somehow you're it's game over. There's no question you're about to lose because this game, and this is what I love about it from a zombie perspective that you just don't get is that this isn't about trying to survive in the zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse has happened. Now it's just trying to make it like not kill your colony. So, Imagine you you started out right in the game. You started building. Uh, you built some houses so you can get workers. Right. You've built some uh, lumber mills so you can start getting wood supplies, and you've built maybe a fishing cottage and all these other things, and some generators so you have more power. Well, all those things they require workers, right? So you'll see like your um, a great example is like the lumber mill. Lumber mill probably takes four workers. To run, all right? Uh, Versus, say, um, I'm trying to think, like, I think the fishing cod is only, like, two workers. Well, what happens is you have to kind of, you don't have the ability to build wood defenses around you right away. So what you have to do is you have to put rangers on kind of, like, patrolling things, just kind of watching these these natural choke points to make sure no one's getting by. Mm -hmm. Well, say one zombie gets by, right? He gets by. And the ranger missed him, whatever, because maybe you have a large gap you're having to cover or something. The ranger goes and he starts attacking the lumber mill. All right. He keeps going at it. After about 30 seconds, finally, the lumber mill falls. It it corrupts. Well, what happens is one zombie now where you had one has become four zombies because everyone who works in that lumber mill is now a zombie. Well, those four zombies now go over to your fishing village or your fishing cottage. They attack that. Two more people are now zombies on top of the four. So we're up to like seven zombies already. Then they start going to attack your houses. Now now you're really screwed uh, because you might have a bunch of workers you haven't assigned yet. So all of a sudden, seven zombies become 25 zombies. And then finally, they go to your command center. You have 25 zombies trying to attack your command center. They will eventually bring it down because in turn... You only have four rangers and a soldier to take them down with. Well, a ranger by himself can only do... uh, It takes four hits to take down one zombie. 
it takes a soldier two shots to bring down one zombie. So there's just no way for them to control the mob. So like early on, you're in this pressure point where you're consistently being forced to watch this map to make sure that no one is getting by because the moment they do it's game. I've had it happen 50 times already in this, like where I think I'm doing good. And all of a sudden I see like my something has fallen. And all of a sudden I look over and there's 30 zombies just tearing through my whole entire kingdom, destroying everything in its path. Like is a it, hive. Is it, is it normal for most RTS games to have a space or not a space, but a pause button? Or is this unique to this game? This is kind of unique to this one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a big thing here is that there is a pause function that you can do it every time. And and you kind of have to live by it because you need to pause and think critically about your moves. I was reading it now, but I was also reading it before we started going because I I knew this was the game we were going to talk about. Um, And I was reading. There's some people out there. There's a ton of videos, but there's. That was like the number one tip that people gave was oh, to pause yes. and think about what you're doing you because to. it's 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 almost inevitable that one's going to get through. Yeah. Everything <laughs> like you said. everything is kind of like a luxury in this game. Mm-hmm. So you really do have to think it out um depending where you are because like you you need to know like what maximizes my resource for a certain thing that I'm trying to get. You need to know what path do I need to get to get the upgrades I'm going to need for better defenses and also eventually better weapons and all that and, and prioritizing those um, along with the timeline. Like um, a great example is uh, so there's kind of more barren land versus uh, grassland mm-hmm. and you need to make sure to try to leave that grassland alone as much because eventually you unlock the ability to build farms. Farms can only be built on grassland well like a basic fishing cottage which is your first place you get food can produce like i think a max of like 14 food uh per hut that you build right if you have a farm on grassland um the initial one can do up to 64 food for just one farm so, you know, like understanding like that and making sure you leave that open long term and also make sure it's defended so that it won't ever get corrupted is like understanding those kind of things is vital. Like knowing where your, yeah. your minds are going to be and all that and planning around to say, I need to leave these things open for now just because I'm going to need those for other things eventually. Uh, when we play Fortnite, for example, and we realize we're going to set a, a, a base up and we're kind of going to camp. Yeah. We we set layers of defenses and different sure you know so if they get through one wave now they went through wood now we got a brick or a metal and then we're up a couple of layers Correct. so with that mindset I'm thinking of how I would apply something like that to this game and you would definitely want to do that if you've got something very important that you want to protect you're going to layer it with defenses to correct to yeah as you go on um you know after about the first seven days or so you start to get to a point where you're you're building seven real days like yeah seven in world days okay i thought um, you meant like seven I was like, dude. uh the thing that goes on <laughs> in this game is early on your or before you start the game you kind of set a timer so like i think the default is 120 days uh if you want an easier mode you can do 150 what happens days. at the end of that well we'll get to that oh why well, am i getting yeah. all excited about it i can't wait uh so you're you're on a timer of this so <laughs> if you're doing like the default 120 days you're you're basically kind of trying to get to a point where by day 13, you've got yourself some a couple of key things. Some basic defenses, as you're talking about, like some some wooden fences, maybe some spikes on the ground to slow them down. You've built a soldier uh, 
training ground so, so now, you can start to make more soldiers so that, you know, if need be, if there's a horde that comes through, you can get back. And guess what? By day 13, you better have it because all of a sudden then you're going to randomly start to run into these encounters where they tell you like, hey, a zombie horde is coming and they're coming from this direction in eight hours. So if you don't have your stuff planned by then, it's pretty much game over then. <laughs> I ain't gonna, between reading up about this game and you talking about it, yeah, I really want to play it because I love the execution part. You said Horde. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you play Horde mode in like a Gears of War, yeah, there's a lot of planning like that where you're going to put your barbed wire up on this step because you know this wave is coming it's, from there. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. It's, it's slowly setting up instances so like where no matter where the horde is coming from you always feel like you're covered yeah like it would take a lot for you to all of a sudden just perish like my late game stuff like i'll have you know maybe at each checkpoint i've got like 15 soldiers going on and i've got these uh guys called lucifers that have uh just kind of huge um huge uh huge richards <laughs> now they have uh, uh huge uh flamethrowers which they're awesome. They can clear out a lot of the littler zombies very quickly. But the big thing is those guys can't take out these big bloated zombies because they're flame proof. So you need like either soldiers to take them down or tons of, um, I can't remember the name. They're Titans or something like that, which are these guys with rocket launchers that can shoot at that and do immense damage. Uh, you you slowly start to like build up clusters though you know like around you have you have that you have stone walls you have electrified fence around there and all this other stuff going on and it requires more and more complex resources as you go which is typical RTS stuff but as I said there's a clock yeah yeah right this is you choose what you want the clock to be depending on the the hardness like I think if you're in one insane difficulty you do like eighty days the idea. And the title, where the title of the game basically comes from. Oh my god! I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> I think you finally seen. No, no, I didn't. See, I've never seen this picture. Let's see. But there is a gajillion zombies coming. Uh, in these people. I think you mean a billion. Uh, so yes, the idea is that eventually oh you are building god. up to an eventual showdown where all the zombies are going to come for you, and they are billions. And I mean, like you will see. You will have to, the final wave of them all is like basically you putting up all your defenses and every soldier possible to guard off this just ginormous zombie horde that does not stop. This looks amazing. And pretty much you have to build it in a way where you're ready to fall back because stuff will eventually fall. There's just, you know. You got to fall back. Yeah. It's more (laughs) of like, can you plan well enough that as you fall back, you're systematically okay. Like it's not going to shut everything off where you're going to die. Um, that's what's important. So it, it's really cool and it pushes you uh, to think about dealing with short-term situations, but also planning for your inevitable main goal, which is to survive this uh, final wave, which I've yet to do. I've yet to win well, what this do you thing. Is that your goal each time you play is to survive the final yeah, wave? Yeah, your, your goal is to do it um, and to do it on the regularest or the I guess the regular difficulty. If you can do it through the regular difficulty on the first map, then you unlock the next map and the map after that. I got you. So I have yet to do that. Um, I am not a great RTS guy by any stretch of the imagination. Josh was always the uh, well. I will tell that. you, it looks like the the developers, um, you know, the ones we know so much about. Yeah, they really are adding. Even as of yesterday, Kotaku is reporting that they've got um, uh, 
Yeah. New waypoints, new housing styles, towers that can be repaired out in the map. Yeah, they're consistently improving. Have they been doing that from as far as when you downloaded the game? Yeah, I've seen like about eight updates since I got it about what? Almost about two weeks ago. It's just uh, a challenging game because you just. And it feels different. Like, you just haven't seen that. Like, that idea of, like, here are zombies, but it's not just, like, avoid them. It's, like, literally, like, no, they're going to come for you. And it, the question is, are you ready to deal with it? And especially when things Do go, you want to die? Yeah, pretty much. Like, do you know how to counter it? <laughs> or yeah. Do you have the right prep to do it? Because, I mean, I've had a couple of instances now where, like, you get to, like, day 70, day 80. And, yeah, like, one of your defenses fails. And you have to quickly... <laughs> You have to ask yourself, like, were you watching it and did you make the right call where you're like, I need to back up and get these people out of here now because this fence is about to fall, which means all of this right here is about to fall, which means I need to be prepared to hold this off. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, I've kind of figured out how to do that. Like, it, and then from there, once all that purge happens, right, and those things happen, you finally take care of it. Do you know then how to go back and build it in a way that's more efficient and more beneficial to what you need right then? Or as I like to call it, more better. <laughs> get more better. <laughs> that's all you got to do. Just get more better. Now, the price, is it is it still twenty four ninety nine? Did you buy it for that? Do you feel like that's a good... I think it's solid price. I mean, yeah. for it, it's an early access game, so you kind of just need to know what you're getting. You're like, you're not getting the finished product right now. Right. But you're getting a game that clearly isn't in its beta form it runs perfectly fine i've never had it crash or anything like that um it's just maybe certain things can be better like i think the biggest issue i have right now is that there are times where it feels like the game is supposed to notify you like when certain things are under attack whether it be your units or uh even your structures Mm -hmm. sometimes it feels like it hit it misses the mark on it it doesn't quite hit it that well which can be irritating especially early on um, yeah, if you don't know about that, yeah. and it, it ends up causing a ripple effect through your whole... Yeah, you don't know until, like, literally it's too late. And that's a that's a problem. But that seems to be getting better. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it works well. And I feel like it is... If you want to... If you're just looking for something that's fresh for that genre, this is the game for you to buy right oh. now. I mean, and look, people, it's, it's number two... Or in the, at least the top three, yeah. Since it's come out on Steam, pretty much, yeah. I think they said it's crossed about one million in sales, and now. that means people like it. So if this is, yeah, it's speaking to me, and I'm not an RTS guy. Just I, I do, I do love a game like a roller coaster tycoon. I know this is not the same. Or uh, when I dabbled, in, I mean, it's a little bit like an RTS. When I dabbled in StarCraft, mm-hmm. it's fun. I just have never found myself completely going head first into it. But this, for some reason, yeah. Because of the concept, it's kind of got me wanting to I just think, maybe check it out. Like I said, it's cool just because it's taking something that most people will know what to do, basically, if you play that genre. But it's going to present you with new challenges, especially as you crank up the difficulty. Uh, and like I said, I think for a zombie perspective, it's like you take something that is the essence of zombies. Like People always go like, well, why are zombies terrifying? Well, it's like, well, one zombie isn't usually terrifying unless you're talking like 28 days later zombies. It's more the fact that one zombie stumbles around and finds the one person who's sleeping or something, takes a bite, and now one has become two, and then two becomes four, and then four becomes eight, and so on. You know, keeps multiplying up. Most games they can't capture that. Like most games, it's like no, the zombie world has fallen, so now just try to survive and not get caught by them. Yeah, this is Um, like no, dog. This is yeah, they're there. Defend. 
It's just kind of like <laughs> how it was like when Walking Dead came out, um, both the comic and the game, where it's like that isn't so much about just dealing with zombies. It's more of like dealing with what life could be like for you on a daily basis in the zombie world. Uh, that was why that was interesting and fresh to me. And I think a lot of other people, uh, this is kind of the same thing. It's like here is something where you're actually getting this size zombies where you don't usually see it as yeah, much. Dude. And it's it's frightening to like think of like where you can watch this colony of like I've filled up colony sizes like to a thousand people. And I watch them go from that to, you know, all of a sudden, like it's six down, people. Well, not that I've, I've seen like a thousand person colony go back down to like 400 real quick, oh. you know, just because they wiped out so many houses and people instantaneously. And it's like, well, all right, try again. That is really cool, man. That yeah. that picture that I just saw for the first time has got me going, wow, do I need to get this game? So. Yeah. If you look at the, uh, the, the picture for the episode this week that we made, um, we, um, yeah. you know, the staff, yeah, the staff, the staff will <laughs> just that, say, are you going to use that one? Uh, it's this one. Hold on. Oh yeah. And those are all zombies, right? That there. looks good. Yeah. This is kind of like end game stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's for real. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it. If you were a fan of either zombies or, or RTS games, I think it's worth your your time and attention. If if you don't want to get the early access, definitely maybe check out the final product. But it's important to note it's on PC only for for real, like most RTS games. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we got some people we don't know about yet, Chris. They might be going, "Well, I'll get find it on the Xbox Store." <laughs> well, technically, you can't. <laughs> you can. You can't. You can't. Yeah, because Steam early access. Game. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, if you do have Humble Bundle, uh, by the way, <laughs> can you just hum- say that again? Humble Bundle. If you're you're a subscriber <laughs> to Humble Monthly, I believe you yeah. can get it for twenty bucks right now. So if you want to save a few bucks and also donate to charity, go hey, for it. Hey, you uh, is that where you made me sign up to get Civ Six? Yes, yes, yeah, that is nice. That's when all I you, got. Did you get Civ Six yet? No. Why don't you get that so we can play it? You know, an expansion's coming. Because of Josh Dalton. He told me not to get it to get WoW. <laughs> I'm going to have to. You're going to have to talk to Sick, sick yeah, Boy John? We're going to have to. All right. Or Josh? I'm sorry. Yeah, Josh, yeah. That's really funny. All, all right. right. Are we, is that. Yeah, that's all I really got to say. I mean, like, I don't know. There, there's no plot. <laughs> it's survive. Yeah, it's pretty Be much smart. survive. Yeah. In a real time. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but it, it definitely is, was a game worth talking about. Let's do this. Let's give these people some news, man. Let's do it. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. 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 <laughs> I like how our news division, which might be dead, uh, did not actually fill in the topic of the week on the show notes this week. Well, they, you know, they didn't. They weren't aware. There was some possible. They were totally aware. <laughs> I'm just we. Did, Okay. <laughs> you throw him under the bus right now, sir. All wheels will run over the news department from the bus. First up, Xbox Game Pass. Good news! Yeah. There was a exclamation so point. So you have to read it like that. There's no yeah. other way. Microsoft has announced all games released from Microsoft Studios will now be available for Xbox Game Pass on the day of release. Beginning with Sea of Thieves. Microsoft includes... All future titles such as State of Decay 2, Crackdown 3, and unannounced Halo, Forza, and Gears Gears of War titles to be included. 
Xbox Games Pass is Microsoft's Netflix subscription service and offers access to select games from 360 and Xbox One. This seems huge. Like, this has potential to be huge. Huge. Yeah, yes. it will. It, it, if you think about something being like a Netflix, that's air-quoted type service. So, you know, you pay $14.99 a month for Netflix or whatever it is that you pay. Yeah. Um, and then you just got a ton of things to look forward to. You got you got TV shows, you got movies, you got this, this, and this. Um, so now you're thinking Microsoft's doing that same thing. Sure. But now you're paying. Do you, do we have an idea of how much it is? I don't know. I, I want to say it's our. It's somewhere between ten and fifteen. I know that. So you're telling me, if I pay fifteen dollars a month, I'm going to be able to play the new Gears as soon as it comes out. Any of them. Yeah. Yeah. And the I new Ori. That's as soon as it comes yeah, out. Yeah. Like that's interesting to think. Like that and two like if you're not someone who wants to consistently pay just think this you could sit there and two days before halo 6 comes out sign up sign up yeah re re renew your subscription re-renew download the game play it play as much as you want and when you say okay i'm good pause unless there's something else out there you want to play and i think if you see this work and you see this return of everyone playing these games for this community i definitely will not be surprised there will be a developer who will bite on this same concept and saying on day one this our game is going to be available on xbox game pass and once that happens it's kind of like a domino effect right you know you start to see it like how can they only charge 15 (sighs) dollars how are they going to make money because if you have like think of I mean like shoot you have thirty million people that have Xbox right. or forty whatever it is uh, okay you're yeah. looking like that I'm, somewhere I'm, thirty and forty million people on Xbox so you're one, saying so. they're they're going to be people who normally wouldn't maybe buy the game but now because they're sub to the Microsoft exactly. Pass like I'm trying to think of games that could benefit like Square Enix with uh, with Deus Ex right Deus Ex kind of had meh sales it's as free now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they took it free to play. But, like, imagine if that game had been free on the day of release. Or imagine next fall, right? Yeah. Next fall, we get to the fall, and sure, you know. Next fall, we get to the fall. Yeah, next fall. When we get to the fall next fall, (laughs) right? Um, Imagine, you know, so Halo 6 comes out next fall, let's say, right? Let's say that actually gets announced and is confirmed. Well... If I have to not worry about buying Halo 6 because I already subscribe to this monthly, and I know I'm going to get it, that gives me more money than to turn around and buy, say, uh, I'm trying to think of games that will probably be out this fall. Spider-Man. I have money to go buy that now. Or uh, for the case of Microsoft, you know, I can easily go buy NBA 2K because I've already saved all this money that I was going to spend last week on spending $60 for Halo. Now I can turn around. I can spend that on NBA 2K, which is still a win for Microsoft, right? If I'm buying it on their console because they get a cut of those software sales. So this makes it easier for people to buy more games that they want because they're, you know, say like say Microsoft does have a scenario this fall, like where let's say will the wisp comes out and stay of decay comes out and a halo comes out. And say, I don't know if it's coming out, but say Forza Horizon 4 comes out this fall. All of a sudden, there's four games coming out this fall that would have cost you a total of, um, what, $240? Yeah, Yeah, now those are all taken care of. I can just play them at at my leisure. It's crazy to think, but then at the same time, 
Uh, if you look at it from like a movie standpoint mm-hmm. or even a music standpoint, even though the, the music's more of a a one-sided thing, but movies have, have a Netflix type thing. Sure. They have a, a red box type thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can still go to the stores. You can go to Target and buy the movies. Yeah. So that kind of market should still exist for like video games. Yeah. I don't think like... Um, it's going to take over the world, but it could, it could really start making some trends happen. It's going to start... A tendency, and like I said, I don't know who, but I really do think there's going to be something from a studio where they look at it and they say, "Guys, if we release, you know, like I'll give you another great example. Like think of Prey earlier this year yeah. or last year. More people. Prey, probably would I play think it. if yeah, I think if Prey had come out on a service like this on day one, and mm-hmm. it's just something that's included in my twenty dollars subscription along with a hundred plus other games, whatever it is." You know, I think a lot more people would have given Prey a shot. I don't know how many more people would have loved Prey, but they would have given it a shot. And if you're so what you like, imagine if you, anytime you're going to do a new franchise, you put it on here first. And then the next time you come around, you go like, OK, but see that you, you got that free one. You, you just set me up to an idea. You just yeah. said, what if they played it and hated it? It could kill a franchise. It could. But at the very least, you got the exposure, but it could kill a studio. It, it could, could kill everything. I don't think you. Let's put the. I don't think they. Why would put, am I going doom and gloom? I know. I don't think a studio <laughs> would be pushing the the piece of a uh, crap game onto this service. But like for instance, I'm trying to think of upcoming things uh, that or, would make sense. Like Recore, Microsoft would have put that on there. Yeah, that's a good example. I mean, that's a great example actually, yeah. right there. Um, what else is coming that is out there? Like where I'm, I'm trying to think of like third parties perspective where it makes a lot of sense like ubisoft's game with the uh with the pirate game like based oh, off of yet. assassin's creed yeah the- imagine you put that out there on day one on xbox game pass like everyone goes that has this now so say you, know, you have 30 million people 30 or 40 million people whatever it is with the xbox somewhere in there like so 40 million let's say of them five to ten million end up signing up for this service that's five to ten million people that may end up playing your game that's the way you have to look at it. That's and that, I mean, you will never, I guarantee you, that's a very, very yeah unlikely scenario. If, or, if, shoot, Watchdog. That's a great example of a game that If what Chris just said this. didn't hit you like it just hit me. Yes. Then you're missing the entire point and you should just wait till the next piece there of news. There will be, like, you should do that. <laughs> Think if you're an indie developer. Yeah. All those kinds of things. Like, man, if Microsoft manages this right. It does have potential. Let me to be ask you this: huge. Do you think if Microsoft handles it right, mm-hmm. Sony and Nintendo are looking like Nintendo's chock full of IPs? Yeah, um, Nintendo made IPs. Nintendo, I think. I'll say this: Nintendo's slow to these kinds of things. Yeah, that'll I, be I don't like, want to. <laughs> I don't want to be disrespectful. But, but Sony, Sony, I think is probably looking. The thing, like Sony, right now is in a position where they're king. So. They're kind of just trying to do what they can to to keep and maximize what they have already because it's so powerful for them. But Microsoft is kind of in a position of like right now where they were back when you think to the PS2 uh, original Xbox era. I'm feeling Where PS2 was dominating everything and Microsoft came back and did 360 and took all these crazy risks. (laughs) They did 360. I mean, they pushed forward and literally they did a fine kind of like you think of most things – that we use in video games right now, they came out from in part, a lot of the work that Microsoft did between the back half of the Xbox and, and the pretty much 
throughout the whole entire cycle of the 360. And then they got crazy and lazy and now they've fallen off a cliff. And now you have someone like Phil Spencer is coming and going like, well, why not? And saying, let's try this and see what happens. And I don't know if it'll be a success, but to me, it sounds like, man, if I'm a game developer and they get a good deal of that, like, especially Uh, if you say the reason it's getting pushed is because mm -hmm. somebody looked at that and just like you said, yeah. We're looking at one to two million sales physical. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, what if that turns into five to fifteen million people? Sure, like and <laughs> you can make deal. Like you think like they could make deals that say like because you know obviously since everything is digital, uh, Microsoft will be able to track all downloads and everything. So you could make deals with these companies that said like, look, you put this out on um, release right, uh, your release date on our console for the service. Based on if you can hit between all of our subscribers, if you hit these percentages of downloads within the first five days of release, mm-hmm. we will kick this much of the monthly profits back to you, you yeah. know, from there. And all of a sudden, there's incentive for it. Like, I can see the way they make this profitable for everyone where they're going to be like, okay, this makes business sense for us. It might not, like I say, it doesn't make business sense for, say, like Rockstar. You know, rock stars can charge sixty dollars till till the end of time whenever they put out a game. But for other things, like shoot, you can even make a case for sports titles. You guarantee me that people are going to play my new version, and like especially if you're Madden or NBA Two K, and they're going to get in there and give me money to play Ultimate Team. Yeah, but that's EA Sports already has EA access, so yeah. But I mean, that's a partner, and I know I, I, I could see them easily saying, eh, "We're fine. We'll we'll take the money." Say Anthem comes out on day one on oh do we have some news for anthem people. right oh well we'll get to there yeah yeah let's Oof. let's get to the good release date news first <laughs> uh god of war yes gets a release date sony it? has announced that god of war will release on ps4 on april 20th the same day as nintendo labo <laughs> it has nothing to do with people who like to smoke a doobie hey well that's why <laughs> those are the people playing nintendo labo <laughs> Let's just be honest. Okay. Uh, director Corey Barlog, Balrog, <laughs> called the date his favorite least day of my entire career. <laughs> if I live to be 100, I do not think I will be able to top this release date. There has been a long journey to reach this point, so it's a little bittersweet to think that we are only a few months away from the journey finally coming to an end. A news released alongside a new trailer, which gives more insight to the game's story. Pre-ordering any edition of God of War will earn you three Legendary Shield skins, and pre-orders at certain additional retailers will receive a Luck of Ages XP boost. <laughs> Sounds like when I hear that, I'm like, oh, so there's going to be loot boxes in this game, is there? <laughs> who, who knows, but yeah. that trailer was very good. Yeah, solid. That was, great. that was solid. Uh, it kind of makes me... I don't know. I think you're going to play as the sun and as him a lot. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the one thing I caught or seemed to like catch is like that part with the tree and it's telling him to chop his head off or whatever, you know, mm. carry him around. And I'm wondering, like the first thing that popped in my mind was, I was like, I wonder if that's Odin, like Odin tree. Yeah. So, uh, supposedly it's supposed to be about him going to, or setting up like the possibility of him having to deal with all sorts of different mythologies out there eventually. Where they could go off and do like Egyptian and all that, so that's it, really cool. It is, cool. it's fresh, it's cool. So I'm excited to play it, man. I want to play it. It's definitely. Do you, you still know, have a PlayStation? Hmm? <laughs> that's funny. I'm playing a PlayStation game right now. 
I hate That's you. what's funny about that. <laughs> uh, well, speaking also of God of War, this is sad. Yeah. David Jaffe faces layoffs. David Jaffe's Bartlett Jones Supernatural Detective Agency. Great title. Uh, suffered a big loss today regarding the cancellation of one of its major products. In a statement, Jaffe said, The vast majority of the studio's game division are being let go following the cancellation. David Jaffe's studio was recently responsible for Drawn to Death, a free-to-play arena shooter. David Jaffe is the creator of God of War and also Twisted Mel. So rest in peace, Twisted Mel. <laughs> that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too shocked. Um, I think David Jaffe... I hate to say this, but like his ideas, his core ideas are from a different time. A different and I era. Don't, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if like he, you know, like God of War is the last thing he made that was like, wow, you know, like as far as something from him and you you see they had to completely re-evolve that. And he kind of tried to do that with Twisted Melon back in the day with, uh, what was it, Twisted Melon Black? Yeah. And it didn't feel like a good result. So I just wonder if maybe, you know, no disrespect to the guy, like he has this moment in history. He's He's got two humongous PlayStation franchises in terms of the history of PlayStation that were successful. Yeah. But it just might be his time is done. Hashtag rip. Right. <laughs> Speaking of... Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I know. I'm upset about this. Sorry. Sorry, Penny. Wow. She's like... She hears a frequency. We don't, apparently. Apparently. She probably hears dogs. How do you hear dogs? I don't know. We have sound muffling headphones on, and I'm asking, why can't we hear what she hears? Right? (laughs) Uh, Sad news. This is what she was really crying about. Yeah. Anthem. Delayed. So what year, Chris? (laughs) I believe 2019. (laughs) Uh... Before I start, this did not surprise me one No, bit. no, no. We, I think we actually called that. Yeah. Uh, Bioware is focusing more resources towards the upcoming title for an early 2019 release date after it announced the game was pushed out of the 2018 release date window. Bioware has focused the majority of its team from both the Edmonton and Austin studios into the development of Anthem. Many sources have relayed to Kotaku the pressure the studio is facing by EA for a release date no later than March 2019. That is understandable considering EA's recent trouble with prior releases. Anyone who knows the history of Bioware, it's kind of like if they're... Someone said to me, name two companies that will always delay a game. Every single time they announce a release date. And I would say, first, Rockstar. Second, Bioware. Every single time. I've never played Mass Effect that did not get delayed until this recent one, which is why it probably sucked. <laughs> um, every like every Dragon Age has been delayed. Um, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic got, um, or I'm sorry, just the Old Republic got delayed. I mean, it, it's, it's what they do because they have vision. And they want to put out the best thing. It does worry me that it sounds like EA's like this needs to be out by March 2019 because so instead of that open ended, we're going to put it out when it's right. They're going to yeah. have some if they're going to have some external pressure from EA for sure. And hopefully, you I mean you just have to hope for now having someone like Casey Hudson back there that if he feels like look this game if it comes out today is going to be bad and we're going to be branded as bad. Versus if you give me six more months and you put it out in the fall of 2019, it could be one of the best games the studio has ever made that he would do it. On the other hand, if it's kind of just stringing along and they're like, look, we got to put this out there and it yeah, is yeah, what yeah. it is, then I'm sure they'll do that too. Well, I can't wait to play it either way from what I've seen. So I yeah. hope it doesn't change as far as, as far as what I've seen too much, but 
We'll see. Yep. For Honor Gang dedicated servers. Uh, Ubisoft has announced that season five, Age of Wolves, they're already on five seasons. The, what? what? Uh, will gain the access of dedicated servers. It took them a year to get dedicated servers. <laughs> <laughs> By changing the way you connect to For Honor matches, the development team is doing away with resyncing session migrations and NAT requirements in order to deliver stable connectivity on all platforms. Matches will now be more stable. NAT's, NAT types will be no longer restrict to or hinder players' ability to group and matchmake. And matchmaking will create sessions more easily leading to better overall matchmaking success. I, you know, that's cool they're doing this, but to me, I, I hate to say this, but when you're one of the top major developers in the world, if you're making an online game at this point, I kind of expect you from day one to have dedicated mm-hmm. servers. Yeah. You know, and there was a problem I had with this game last year was like, there are times you could just tell you're playing someone who the game is running off their connection. Yeah. And they're like located in Russia. So there's a little bit of delay between when they do something and when you do something. Yes. So they become God and you become fodder. You know, it sucks. Bantha fodder? Bantha fodder. Yeah. Okay. Is it Bantha or Bantha? Bantha or Bantha? It's Bantha. I think it's Bantha. Either way, it's fodder. <laughs> That's what they sound like when they die. Uh, speaking of things dying. Here we go. <laughs> Paragon, the shutdown. Epic Games is shutting down its free-to-play MOBA Paragon in April. Epic will continue to operate servers until April 26th. A statement from Epic read, After careful consideration and many difficult internal debates, we feel there isn't a clear path for us to grow Paragon in a MOBA that retains enough players to be sustainable. We did not execute well enough to deliver on the promise of Paragon. We have failed you. Despite the team's incredibly hard work, we are sorry. Epic is offering a full refund refund for any Paragon player for any purchases they have made. Translation. <laughs> we have found ourselves a money-making machine, and, and its name Fortnite. is Fortnite. Yeah, and we don't need this. <laughs> we need everyone on that game, right? I, that's, when I read it, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Because they are balling on, on Fortnite. Yeah, you're saying, we got this thing that's rivaling the top, uh, I mean, at least... So it's I definitely. I think it's the console equivalent of what it's been on PC yeah. and PUBG, um, and you have this thing that's a MOBA that sure it might be an okay game, but it's like it's nowhere near the top of the heap of of great MOBA games. Sean Hesayak, I just stood up and he looked like oh. he looked like his Richard just freaking released. <laughs> Are you saying I had some sort of O face, Chris? You may have had a Richard face. <laughs> I might have just seen your vinegar strokes. <laughs> That's when you're uh, when you have a release with your uh, the face you make when you're you have a release with your Richard. I got you. You're like <laughs> you have a vinegar face. Yes, I do not. Uh, I'll show you some vinegar stroke faces. What happened? You. What what? <laughs> From a TV show. <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed <laughs> Origins getting new game plus. How does a man? Who is who died two weeks ago? Find a way to sneak some Assassin's Creed news into this. Oh, he'll never. Oh lose my away. goodness! Uh, New Game Plus is coming. I'm surprised he didn't put the news uh, about the release of the uh, first expansion. Right, that, which I've heard is meh. That's probably why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But anyways, uh, New Game Plus is coming. We'll have more information to share soon. This mode has been heavily requested by fans of Origins, and it looks like Ubisoft has listened. The news was really revealed on Assassin's Creed subreddit. 
That's that's top notch. Yeah, reporting right really, here. Yeah. That's hey, the, this thing is coming. We got that's it from here. <laughs> Good. Came from a Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's cool. They're adding it. Um, well, I mean, if they're if they're listening to their if they're people who want it, yeah, that's good. But yeah, I definitely. I wonder what they'll rate if they're going to do it. I just my only question would be, where are they going to raise the the level cap to? That'd be my only question. I don't know what that means. Most new plus games, you. You keep going. You keep you roll over your character that you right. ended with. You keep no, I get everything. that, but I don't know what that means in terms so of Assassin's right Creed. So right now, uh, the max level is forty, and oh. you can earn keep earning, I believe, a billion ability points to continue to build out the ability tree. But like you know, your level will be topped out. I yeah, regardless. So I'm wondering like how that's going to manage. Uh, the next Dragon Age. Ooh, this is big. Yeah, I'm gonna get all hyped to play it and then hate it. According to Bioware's Casey Hudson, the new Dragon Age game will be a live experience, meaning designing a game for continued storytelling after the main story. Although we know of the game in development, not much is known. Not much else is known about it. Another top-notch news yeah, article. Just top, just rush. This is the equivalent of when Metroid Prime was shown at um, at the Nintendo thing, <laughs> and then also when the Pokemon game. We have a Pokemon game we're working on. This is it. It's coming. <laughs> Where you, or like uh, when they announced Super Smash Bros. for uh, for Wii U. You're like, so the guy doesn't know, but uh, <laughs> we're making this. <laughs> I, this hey, awesome. That's pretty cool. I mean, so it sounds like they're moving it to a thing. Maybe a little bit. I wonder if it's going to be how Skyrim is or the idea behind Skyrim and Fallout where it's like after you beat this thing it's set up in a way where you would continually have things to go do and maybe challenge you on any d- daily basis. Like you always in theory have something you want to go do in this world. You know? So that would be cool for that. Yeah. I mean, especially given the fact that like the last one had like a hundred plus hours of content, <laughs> uh, to did go you, do. Did you play that much? I got to about 180. Yeah. Hours played. Yeah. And I still haven't beat everything. Dude. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> so much. So many dragons. <laughs> they are hard. I, I think I've only seen one dragon in Dragon Age Inquisition. They are hard. They're very, very hard. Um, software sales on the Switch. According to the State of the Game Industry Report put out by the GDC conference, Switch's powerful console sales are helping software sales. The respondents to the question, have Switch games... Uh, sales compared to average acts or average across all platforms you launched on answered that sales have been average or greater than average with only 16% saying they were less than average. I have no idea what you just okay, read. Okay, so basically developers <laughs> who were polled who have made a Switch game are saying, they asked them how well have they been doing right. sales on the Switch. Right. And they're saying they've at least performed as good or even better. Than they projected. Yeah, well, compared to other consoles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I kind of look at it like these kind of that can polls. be skewed a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. I've I've seen them for like this is the same kind of group of thing where if you asked like when they pulled these people like back three years ago, they're like, "What's the game you want to make?" They're all like VR game. You know that was the number one thing, and yeah. now it's now the number one thing is a Switch game. Uh, the big thing like with this is it doesn't surprise me um, because I would imagine like for instance if you're a small indie developer. I would imagine you're and you release this game on Switch, 
you release it on PC and you release it on, say, PlayStation 4 and Xbox in the store, it doesn't surprise me that your game would do just as well on those, right? The The question is, if you took the mate to me personally, is if you had the major developers, so you had EA, Ubisoft, uh, Activision, and uh, who am I missing here? Oh, 2K. Uh, between the, the, the big four, if you will, like, how do their games do? Like, how did NBA 2K do on Switch compared to the other consoles uh, in terms of attach rate, you know, to people on that console? How did how did FIFA do, you know, compare? Of course, Activision doesn't have anything out, so we can't talk about that. Ubisoft, I believe the only thing we had really of note last year that wasn't just a port was uh, Mario and Rabbids, which was exclusive. So I, from what it sounds like, that game did really well for them. So the question now is like, so if they put out that pirate game, or they put out, I'm trying to think other things that they have coming. Uh, how well they would do? Well, the the all of this is it's it's almost overspeak because don't you think we we talked about this too? But if the console sells well, well, sure, then software will also sell well. I agree, and I do <laughs> think like right now there's an excess of. All the indie developers right now are like, I need to get my game on the Switch. Yeah. Like if you like, for instance, Celeste, you know, um, it's on the Switch. Is on the Switch, and I guarantee you that studio, you know, probably once Switch got revealed and all that, said, "How can we work to make sure this is out the same day as as the other three consoles?" Because you know, there was no reason why it couldn't run on Switch or anything like that. But it's just like, hey here's a fresh new title for a thing that is looking for fresh new titles versus say, Hey, here's this thing that's going to be on steam and, and PlayStation four and get like bogged down with 50 other million things there on PlayStation four. And, and that I'm sure it will become that way similar soon for a switch where eventually you get all these indie games and it's like, you don't know what's good or what's, yeah, that's what you don't want. Yeah, it's like everyone goes back and they forget. Like Xbox used to be really restrictive of games on Xbox yep. Live Arcade uh, and their requirements, and everyone complained. They said, "No, they don't make it intuitive." But you always knew you were getting quality with that. Like you know, it had to meet certain thresholds, so you were willing to give those games a shot. Now it's kind of more of like you kind of just have to hope that websites and, and yeah. streamers get access to the right things and they push them forward and that's how you know there's a game you need to go play as opposed to just putting it out there and it being like what's this yeah there's and i don't like the what's this things yeah yeah i don't like it either i would i mean i like to know if something's decent yeah uh before i buy or especially like a little small thing like that but i don't know yeah that's yeah yeah you're looking at what you want to say I am. But you got to say something first. I do. Are you right for And they're it? going, what are they talking about right now? Finally this week. Oh. <laughs> Finally this Speaking week. Speaking of lemon faces, what? Epic boss. <laughs> Interested in Fortnite for Switch. This would be a big one. It is. I'm going this for this week. But, is that okay? But in, just read it. it okay. This would be a big one. While there are no confirmed plans. <laughs> right. There is interest from a key member at Epic <laughs> Games that Fortnite could happen for Switch. In responding to the question concerning the game on Switch, Donald Mustard, not related to 
McDonald ketchup. Or Colonel Mustard. <laughs> or Clue. Because <laughs> Clue. Because he's Worldwide Creative Director. Said he wants to see the game on Switch. Eventually. Another <laughs> top, top notch. <laughs> top notch news article. You could just tell he was dead. Right? Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Oh it's God. like, I just, just some guy on the street. I was like, hey, you want to hear some news? <laughs> hey, man, I hear that Fortnite might be coming somewhere. Who'd you hear that from? Donald Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix might be coming somewhere. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Oh my God. I guess I could see. I mean, it makes sense to put it there. It's another avenue. Um, yeah, but the question is, how well would it run? That's the question, right? Yeah, I mean, partying up isn't really the strong suit of Nintendo nor voice chat right now. <laughs> so I wonder, in a game that is highly dependent on squad and, and duo modes about communication, how well that would run? Um, Solo mode only. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for. It seems like they've had to work a lot to make this game run really, really great and look really, really great on um, PS4 and Xbox, especially like non-pro and Xbox One X versions, just as PUBG is struggling with Xbox. Uh, So you wonder how well that would work. On the other hand, the solo game on Switch would be awesome because, you know, like you think like someone like especially Jeff and Mike who love to grind the heck out of that solo game. Like imagine being able to log in and take your switch with you on the go. And, you know, maybe you, you grind and write the ideas it saves up all your progress. And then when you, next time you connect to an online source, it, it uploads all your, your stats and your data to your account. So then if you're going to earn some free V bucks, that's there for you. Right. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, Hey, I'm always for like cool things coming there, but it'll be interesting to see if they can make it work and it be up to everyone's demands and standards. I think that's fair. I I know how it runs on PC. I know how it runs on PlayStation 4, and I've seen it on Xbox. I I don't know if it's a good fit for the Switch other than they're wanting to make it be a Switch title so they can push that people can play it to go. Yeah, I agree. So... We'll see. But then again, we're reporting on a, a possible bootleg news article. Yeah, I mean, like, with, with no I don't even see where it's citing. Doesn't even just, apparently, Don Mustard was, like, at the mustard stand and was like, hey, I'd like it if it was on Switch. All the information given in that last news article is completely subjective. We don't know. <laughs> we don't even know if, we, we don't know. I don't know where these suspect stories come from. Love you, John. Yeah, they come from beyond the grave. <laughs> he's he's so turning off the podcast right he's now. He's like these mother man. He's going to go after us. It'll be all right. Yeah, he'll hopefully be antigen free when he does it. So hopefully, yeah. He's. I told you, man. He he got his medicine filled and decided he didn't even want to take it, or it hadn't got filled yet. And he's like, "Hey, you want to go eat some lunch?" I'm like, "No, Walking Dead. I don't." What'd you pick up for him? Uh, crystals. He got a number one, which is four cheese crystals for you northern folk. That's like White Castle. Pretty much. Uh, for you English and across the pond folk, I have no idea what you have over there. Um, um, just think of little bitty square hamburgers that get steamed. 
So John got a number. Fish and chips. They got a number one with cheese and bacon. Hmm. With a diet coke. Who drinks diet coke? John. John drinks a lot. John. Beer. Yes, John. John drinks diet coke. And really, really, it's uh for him diet Dr Pepper. That's his go-to. They don't have that there. No. Uh, we ready to go wrap this up? Never. Okay. All right. Electronic mail of the future. What the heck was that last part? We're supposed to go email, email. There we go. Don't ever deviate with that off the cup. <laughs> Shut that down. <laughs> Electronic mail. Uh, if you want to write your thoughts or opinions in, you can do so by going. And emailing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell, spell weekly games chat, why don't you look at the name of the podcast and that'll be your, on your device you're yeah. listening from. Right There's now. no under, you know, like spaces there. It's just like weekly games chat. That's it. No space. Just one hive thing. <laughs> uh, you know, so there's that. And you know who figured that out? Clay. Clay. Clay figured it out. All he right. says, hey there, fellas. Hey, Clay. Clay here. <laughs> been a while. It's been a while. And just been super busy with work. Anyways, just wanted to ask you three what your thoughts of God of War, Yakuza 6, and Secret of Mana coming out in the next few months. I went and pre-ordered all of them and would like to know what you thought. I also got the Stone Mason edition of God of War and the premium edition of Yakuza 6. What do you guys do with your collectibles from games or whatnot? Uh, I haven't missed an episode since I found you guys, October and November of 2016. Woo, dedication, Clay. Because <laughs> let's just say, not all of them are winners. Yeah. <laughs> Some, Wait, the ball uh, oh, is that's dropped. 2016. Yeah, Ooh. 2016. Oof. That's, that's, that's hatchet days right Oof. there. Yeah. Thank you. That, that is... Uh, if we ever get t-shirts, you'll get one. That's geek versus games. Uh, <laughs> oof. Oof. Ugh. God, uh, you guys are definitely the best gaming cast, and I can't wait to listen to every week. As always, keep up the great fun you provide week in and week out. Game on, game on. Uh, unfortunately, John isn't here to weigh in, but well, he died. He rip John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, we we talked about it this week. We're both excited, uh, possibly to play God of War. I think that will be the game I can I can pencil in without doubt. Right now, all three of us will play when it comes out. Because I don't know if you're getting Far Cry. I'm sure John and I will play Far Cry. Uh, and that comes out like a month before. Maybe you will. Probably we'll play, I'm probably not playing Far Cry. What the is wrong with you? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I don't want to. Why play. are you a Richard to Far Cry? I'm not. You're I, a Richard. I, I played uh, Primal yeah. and liked it. You're a Richard. Um, you're uh, as far as Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I've kind of started wanting to play a Yakuza game. I don't know if 6 is a good one to dive into. <laughs> just like godfather part three let's just die yeah, let's just go right to godfather three you know so let me know if uh like you can Who's just jump in fredo guy who's fredo oh exactly oh yeah no. well, you don't know oh um yeah let us know if you if yakuza is a title you can jump into like that uh, he said before uh yeah let's know clay if it, if it is something we can pick up oh, what's the other one uh secret of mana oh, which i believe out. is a uh rp rpg i think I have not looked at enough. It may yeah. be something I play that would be like a like, huh, got good reviews. <laughs> huh. Time to check it out type thing. Um, 
God of War, though, yeah, definitely, definitely playing God of War. As far as my collectibles for games, mm-hmm. uh, I like I've got the the Zelda Collector's Edition that came with the uh, the Master Sword, kind of like in this thing. Reggie showed it off on the Nintendo Treehouse prior to the Breath of Reggie's the Wild release. Ready. So I have, I mean, I display it. Most of my things I do like open and display. Uh, there are, I can't think of a, a, a video, a video game related thing is what I'm talking about that I, I don't, open. I can't see that. Ah. It's, I see that it's Woody. Um, but like, yeah, I do, we, we keep them in display. And Chris, Chris gives me, he, like he pre-orders things. He's gotten a pen one time. Uh, yeah. He gave it to me, like a, a lapel pen. That's um, Posters and things like that. That's I usually for give them yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't collect as much as I used to. Um, you do. My nicest I, thing is that Halo. Yeah, right helmet. behind me. I was yeah. gonna say there's a nice Master Chief Halo helmet. That um, if I have them, I'll, I'll display them. But I just find for the most part, I'm like, like amiibos we open. Yeah, yeah. I'm not one of those guys. But I think I, he's more talking about like if you order the special editions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are times like you got a Fallout lunchbox. I do. It's like the ones I really want are just so expensive. And at the time of pre-ordering, I never think to. And honestly, with a lot of these now, if you don't pre-order day one, you're not going to get it. Like, for instance, I would love to have, like, the Skyrim Dragon one. But you didn't think about it. You know, being able to go into the store and be like, okay, I'm going to reserve this $250 edition of this game. It's like, eh, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. So I'm fine. Uh, to me, the... If the game is amazing and gives me hours of enjoyment, that's that's what that's all you need. Yeah, that's the only collection I need in my heart. What's happening right now? I don't know. I don't know if I like soft Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Daniel from New York writes in. Hey, what's up, Daniel? Right, New York. Yeah, pizza, bagels. He's like he's he's pissed off about the Super Bowl. Philly and New England. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. That's a tough spot. Unless, well, let's see what he says. Yeah. He says, Hey guys, again. Hey, again. <laughs> when I listened to you guys <laughs> respond to my first email, it put a smile on my face. Yeah. And I was so happy. He put like three O's on that's the what's up. So That's why I did it that way. Also, should I save up to buy an Xbox One at my place or just keep saving up for a Switch? Because I have Xbox Live Gold. Also, should I keep my 360? Because the disc tray can't open up. Oof. Uh, what do you think the next AC game will be after Rogue Remastered? Will it be 3 Remastered? Will it be Black Flag Remastered? Either way, it's my goal to rebuy all the AC games. I know I sound like an AC fanic, uh, fanatic, but I just keep bringing up the subject because of the opinion of Rogue. I will rate you guys on iTunes later this week, and it's a five-star steal for sure. By the way, if uh, you like the show, make sure you... you uh, Do exactly that. Yeah. Rate us. On <laughs> Chris will so. tell you why later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's your guys' take on net neutrality? <laughs> See, Chris, net neutrality is... That's funny. That is so that is funny. So funny. Uh, <laughs> that is unbelievably funny. You guys are still awesome to me. Game on. Um, Thank you so, so much. Let's see. Let's start off here. One... If you're an Xbox gamer and you pl- primarily want to play AC games, I would say think an Xbox One X. Yeah. Uh, it, I otherwise, agree. if you just want to expand out and have other things and you love Nintendo games, then sure, go get you a Switch. I would add that if you have enough money saved to buy both, buy both. Yeah, that's true. But I speak of a world that you may not know of. That's true. <laughs> um, 
Uh, the Xbox 360, I will say that my little brother has one as, as well as an Xbox One S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it depends on your friends. If you've got some friends that still are playing 360 games like a Call of Duty something, something, you may still play that Xbox 360, but for the most part, he's playing as Xbox One S. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a dying, if not dead, yeah, uh, generation at this point. Um, let's see, AC. I'll say this: I don't want any remasters, uh, and especially Black Flag because I don't understand why you would remaster. Yeah, it still game. looks pretty good on PS4. I mean, yeah, that game came out uh, with the launch of PS4 and Xbox One, and it looked. Sweet on both good. of those, you know. There's not like I need a graphical update on those. And I agree with you. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready for remasters yet on like a AC three or a two or yeah. Whatever. I mean, well, they did the collection. Yeah, uh, the Ezio one, and still. that's fine. Um, but I just don't need that for those games. Like those games are fine where they are. It's not. I would rather it be if you're going to do those things. I would rather it be like Shadow of the Colossus or whatever, where you actually rebuild the game. And even then, I don't think you really need that with this. I would more so hope whatever the next AC game is, it's a new AC game. So whether they're going to continue with the story of of Bayek and Aya, or they go off and they do a completely different uh, story, if they're going to continue with the main character from the future state, which is kind of the first time they've done that in a while. Um, that they are induced in origins and they just have her go to a different area of the world. Like maybe she goes to Australia or I don't know, India, take your pick. Uh, that would be cool too. So, you know, I, I just want whatever it is. I want it to be interesting and not just start to feel like before where it feels like we're just doing the same game, but we're just plugging in a different background. I agree. Yeah. That's, that's all I asked for. I thought this game really took a lot of chances and it paid off because it took their time and made sure that it was appropriate for the setting that they were attempting to tell the story in. Uh-huh. Um, finally, Simon writes in. Oh, hi, Simon. Hey, Simon. <laughs> Dear Weekly Game Chat. <laughs> and literally, Simon said this about five minutes ago, I just want to say. Or, I'm sorry, 13 minutes ago. I was wondering whether you guys were going to do an episode on Kingdom Come Deliverance comes out on February 14th, 13th and is developed by War Horse Studios, published by Deep Silver. If you guys don't know what it is, it's an RPG based in the year 1403 in the Bohemian Empire. And it's basically a realistic Skyrim, but with actually good challenging combat. Ouch. Take that, Todd Howard. Right. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work, Simon. Um, I can't say right now we're planning it, but... If it got good reviews and, you know, it kind of gets on our radar and we don't have other things going on, um, then we might. <laughs> yeah. Like right now, what we're planning is next week is Monster Hunter. And I think we've already said the week after that is going to be Shadow of the Colossus remastered or whatever remake, what they're calling it. Uh, after that's open, though, there's a game with a girl going up a mountain right now that I'm playing that may get discussed. If you go to IGN and you read their reviews, you'd probably be able to figure it out. Celeste. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> they don't know that. It's a secret. <laughs> Gosh. Richard, move. Uh, but that definitely sounds cool. I mean, it does. He actually, that does sound cool. Yeah. I mean, that kind of era, like you always see it fancy wise, but it would be cool to actually see something grounded in reality. 
watch. There's going to be like a freaking dragon in this game. <laughs> I'll have to look at it. Deep Silver does good stuff, and, um, you know, they're not really known on consoles that much, but they're definitely respected much so on the PCs. But we'll see. We'll see. Possible. We'll find out. I'll let John do that one. <laughs> John just comes over to my house every night to play He's this like, game. This is terrible. He's like, I hate RPGs and the Bohemian Empire and Deep Silver and well, a PC. Well, John, you shouldn't have died. <laughs> this is the only way you can come back. That's so funny. <laughs> a wizard said so. You got to beat three PC RPGs. Um, Sean, the guy mentions on the Twitter space. We do. We got a couple. Um, Want to give a, a kind of a. Just because it's Super Bowl week, and last week we talked about, or you talked about, I'm not going to combine myself with you on that, but you talked Dang. about how awful the Philly fans are. They are awful. <laughs> they are terrible people. Um, so, with that in mind, upon listening to the last week's episode, uh, at Carl Hayes 2-1, he just said, at Weekly Games Chat, and then in all caps, Philly fans are the worst. Thank you. <laughs> Carl knows what's up. So I imagine uh, either he's, I wouldn't say that I'm going to assume he's going for the Patriots, but if he hates them that bad. Well, if you assume. Uh, yeah. You t- yeah. You Umi. make a thing we can't say, but yeah. Umi, yeah, yeah. And the last one I got is a uh, a DM on the Twitter, which, yes, <gasps> Ooh, we do check and respond direct, to. The, that's a direct message for those <laughs> who are unfamiliar, a.k.a. John. Hit me up in the DM. John Beyond the Grave, DM is direct message. <laughs> so at Nat the Gooner. <laughs> <laughs> Top notch name. Um, he says, "Hello, guys." That got that name got five Richards. <laughs> and his uh, his picture is like Charlie Brown's head, so it's awesome. Awesome. Um, he says, "Hello, guys." Hello. Um, hey. He says, "Thanks for the superb podcast, best one I listened to all week." And then Ooh. he says, "And I listen to lots." Uh, I have a question. Do you know of a way to see if the hardware? on a console has been updated or revised. Ooh. I know that a console that as consoles are manufactured, the internals get stre- streamlined and improved. The reason I ask is that I'm planning on getting a switch at some point this year. And I'd be happier knowing that some of the wrinkles like joy cons losing their connection and the bulging cases that have been ironed out or have been ironed out. Thanks again from Nat, the gooner, <laughs> which by the way, he's from Mary, Mary old England. Ah, and uh, I, I let him know that was a great question that we would uh, talk about on the air. And he said um, that I am a king among, among men. And he pointed out that that king would be Richard the Third. There you go. <laughs> Not the fourth, but the third. <laughs> so that is a play. great question. I'll let Chris kind of talk about it if he wants to. Um, as far as I know, with the issues he is talking about, especially with the Joy-Cons, I know that got resolved very quickly after launch and they started altering the way they were doing the IR blasters on them. You and there was IR blasters. Yeah, there was that. And then I know they did something like basically for the ones who were having problems with it, you could just send it in. They replaced it for free for you. So I know that's not an issue as far as the bulging screens. I don't know if that's something that was a wide enough issue. Like that was a huge yeah, thing. I didn't have that. John's yeah. issue. If you remember was his docking station. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, that was causing an issue. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you now, I own two switches. Chris had a switch, didn't have an issue. Yeah. Um, everything works great for me. And I have uh, one of mine is like day one switch release thing. So mm-hmm. um, um, I, 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 feel, I, I feel like you should feel 
okay about those things. Yeah, if if I'll say this, usually if they make a major significant change to the production line, they put out a press release to let it know. Like for instance, Microsoft had to do that way back, of course, with the three red lights fiasco. So they like, you know, when they finally figured out what was wrong. You're gonna call was, it the three red lights fiasco? That's yeah. Three red lights. It was the ring three rings of death. Oh yeah. You can call that that too. It was always yeah, it was always Three Rings of Death or Three Red Lights. Those were the the two monikers. There was a podcast called Three Red Lights. It was really freaking hilarious. I used to love it. Uh, one of the first I ever listened to. Um, but, you know, back when that happened and they finally got it fixed and they figured it out, which was like something like with the lead element that they were doing that would heat up and, and dissolve after a while if the console ran too long. When they fixed it, they put out a press release to let everyone know. And, of course, obviously... Whenever they do a revision, uh, like, for instance, from Xbox One to Xbox One S, usually they will tell you all the little upgrades and changes in hardware that happen. Like, you know, of course, for instance, Xbox One S put a 4K Blu-ray drive in there and um, I think also beefed up the power of the processor. If it's a software update, they're just going to release those net uh, those notes as it goes along. So you'll know like, Hey, this is how the computer is going to run now based on these specs that the software update has done yeah. to the, uh, OS. And it's like the software. Yes. They're going to patch as they go hardware at this point. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Again, I, you're talking about almost a year now. Yeah. You're, you're good. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to thank you again for that DM and remind people that if you want to either tweet at us or DM me, you of <laughs> course do that. Uh, you go to Twitter, which should be an app on your phone. You can also get to it from PC. And we are at Weekly Games Chat. See, John, a tweet is. That's funny. <laughs> See, Twitter is. And social Chris, media. You're going to let them know one more time how they find us on other means? Uh, yeah, if you want to not go to Twitter because you're a Facebook guy, you can go over to Facebook.com slash Weekly Games Chat. And you can find us there. Post us. Hey, if you want to ever. Here's a heads up for folks. If you want to know what the topic is probably going to be for the week before you get to Wednesday. I update now every week the profile pick with whatever the episode pick is going to be. Usually on Monday. Yeah, like I'll do it Sunday night or sometimes Monday yeah. right after record. Basically, whenever here's here's a fun tip. Whenever I get done creating it, um, <laughs> that's usually the first thing that has to happen. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I'm, I've I've started doing them a little bit earlier where I get them in the can. I need to do the Monster Hunter one next. But yeah. if you ever want to know, if you're wondering what's coming next, if we've got an idea. It'll probably be up there. Uh, so there's a fun fact. And, and we always get some likes whenever we do that change. So they're like, ooh, you know, because we, we, we updated stuff. They're they just like, like that. Yeah, that's what they say. I like to imagine whenever we do something they like, they just go, ooh, <laughs> they're so happy. Uh, <laughs> besides that, if you like the show, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service device you like. It helps people, uh, helps us if you do that. I, You'll get a new episode every Wednesday. Are you going to bring up YouTube? Uh, yes. One of those services is YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you can get that. If you just don't want to search YouTube or whatever, you can uh, hit a PlayerWay uh, podcast website, which is our buddy BK's thing. We we post our episodes there, and they are all the YouTube links for you. So if you want to go on there and, and, and see them while you work or whatever, it's no video. We hate Yet. video. Yet. Never. Yet. Ever. Um, but if you're, subscribe to us on YouTube, too. We want to get, because once in a while. If we get a million downloads a week, I will allow video. <laughs> once in a while, Chris will stream a, a 
a game on YouTube. Or actually, here, I'll make this thing. If we can get, we will talk about video. I'll say that, I'll put this challenge out there to our listeners, okay? We will talk about finding a way to video if we can, whether if it's just like a Google Hangout of the show or whatever. Yeah. Uh, not anything fancy. I'm so going to get fancy. It would be... DJ money. If we can get to <laughs> a thousand followers on Twitter. Yeah. If Which we is, did that, the day we get to that, we're like at a hundred something right now. So it's on, it's a, it's dependent on you, the listeners, if you want this. If you really want video, then I would say start encouraging your friends to follow us. Don't ignore the fact that our Twitter uh, guy is terrible. I'm I mean, awesome. I make people happy. They don't know it's you. I'm trying they to. They do you. know it's me. I'm throwing, you're just the guy who reads the messages. No. After, after you know, Nakamura hands you a phone that's got I've had all people our, say, hey, you're the guy who does Twitter. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but yeah, if we get to a thousand, you know what? I'll go and say we'll figure out a way to add some video for the for the podcast if possible. If it, even if it's just like Google Hangouts of it, and it's not the actual main audio, you know. Uh, we'll see. Maybe who knows? Maybe someday it will become much much more. Uh, but and John's like, I'm not here to make that choice. I'm like, well, you died, so you lost your vote. Okay, yeah, John, you're getting replaced by we don't know who yet. Well, here I'll just ask you: Are you cool with that? I'm cool with it. Yeah, we win. So two, yeah. <laughs> Where two shall agree, John fails. <laughs> so awesome. Um, <laughs> I figured you would be down. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm totally down. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, this has been episode, I believe, 138 of Weekly Games Chat. Yeah. It's been enjoyable. It's been a good one. I don't know how I'm going to handle having a guy next to me maybe next week. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes, wherever some podcast. Anywhere you use. can subscribe. Just subscribe. If they've got a subscription service, be like uh, our pal, was it? David or Simon? I can't remember now. David in New York, right? Yeah, I'm I'm just top-notch guy. I can look at it right now. It's literally right next to I'm you. I'm that lazy. I don't want to turn my head. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but if you want to be like them, give us a rating, write a review. Helps people find the show. Therefore, more people will find it, and then so on, so on, whatever. Uh, Monster Hunter, next week. It's going down. There's cats. <laughs> what? They're, they're little cat dudes. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's what you get out of all the things you. That was the first thing they're like they're like okay so design your bro character and I was like okay I got my bro character and they're like all right design your cat and I was like what yeah (laughs) it's gonna be so good Uh, can't wait yeah we'll talk about that next week maybe with a guest we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see let's just say we'll see we'll see next time though until next time yeah I'll say game on game on Chris rest in peace John feel better John. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Dog life. <laughs>